Hey, I'm Stephanie Ta, the host of ERCX Chats. Excited about the session we're about to have today. Here with Matt Watkinson, best-selling author of The 10 Principles Behind Great Customer Experiences, Now the Grid, and soon his trilogy will be complete with his next book that's coming up that we're excited to give you a sneak peek into. Why do companies succeed or fail? This best-selling author shares his thoughts. It's always kind of been the way, just kind of human nature, that success breeds laxity and complacency. So when you get really big, when you get really successful, you kind of can end up succeeding your way into, into failure. Join ERC's Chief Strategy Officer, along with Matt Watkinson, as he shares his take on the 2022 outlook for CX. The great thing is you don't need to predict the future if you're the one who's actually making it. Okay, so you had your first book, then you have this one here and kind of going into the next one of like how to make decisions as a business or what is the, the trilogy, what's the end of it or the beginning of the next chapter for, for your next book. Okay, so um, it basically follows my own um, learning or, 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 or yeah, what I've learned in, in my Kind of career. So each time I've written something, it's kind of been to put the, the capstone on some knowledge or, or or something that I've that I've learned over my over my working life. So yeah, the, the first book was all about principles because I I think principles are great. They help you make better decisions with less less effort. Uh, you don't have to think as hard, and it gives you a, a structure and there's less risk. So principles are great. Well, the problem with principles is that. When you start dealing with a business in the broader sense, you're talking about about systems. And it doesn't matter how well you know the principles of marketing, mm -hmm. if your problem is in your cost structure of fixed versus variable costs or mm -hmm. capital expenditure or you're too easily imitated or you don't make, you know, you're not compliant with regulation or, 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 or whatever. So principles are great, but then you need to think in, 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 in systems to make sure that you're applying the principles to the right or the right principles from the right domain kind of, mm -hmm. kind of thing. So that was step one and step two. And then step three, which this third book is about, is was realizing, well, the world is an unpredictable place mm -hmm. and most of what goes on in it is is beyond our control. And did this come from COVID happening or was it before that that you started to see this? Yeah, it was it was before, but it was good timing. <laughs> COVID, COVID was good, well timed for me. Um, in that I, I was negotiating with my publisher writing a book about uh, how to thrive in an unpredictable world and, and um, yeah, that the world was very uncertain and unpredictable and anything could happen. We were kind of talking about it and then uh, COVID came along, which was um, just really weird, weird timing. And also um, yeah, slightly, uh, slightly good in that I kind of thought, well, this is an opportunity to hunker down and, and write. Cause I just thought like my business would vaporize with, with, with COVID. Every, like I thought everything would vaporize to be honest, but I, mm -hmm. I mean, I was kind of lucky that it, that, that, that it didn't. And we actually grew a little bit through the, through the pandemic, but I, yeah, I thought this is an opportunity to write the third book. So the third uh, thing was, yeah, in an uncertain world or in an unpredictable world, you can't analyze your way out of that problem because weird stuff is happening all the time. I mean, you you must know you you must experience this in in your job. Like you have a plan, but you probably spend a great deal of your time dealing with stuff that just happens. 
mm-hmm. you know, issues with with staff that could never have been been predicted. You know, somebody quits and all of a sudden you've got who's mm-hmm. going to do this or yeah. some weird thing happens or some piece of technology explodes or there's some weird political yeah. event or you know, you, we're basically dealing with uncertainty all the time and unable every to... Every hour of every day, you can make a plan. But I always compare it to my parents when they would go on road trips. They would get, you know, AAA to send them physical maps that were highlighted what the route should be to go from Bismarck, yeah. North Dakota to New York. And of course, you know, in any marriage too, that adds a little stress and pressure when you have someone trying to navigate someone down a path that there's no path anymore that that map is outdated or there's construction or there's not things like ways back then. Yeah. yeah so then you're trying yeah. to navigate along the journey that you already have planned out. So I always compare that in work where it's like, we can have a full plan built, but then what happens when you have to hit the ditch 20 times a day because you have all these unprecedented or changes within the business that you weren't expecting? Yeah, well, I think Mike Tyson said everyone has a plan until they get punched in the face. <laughs> and in fact, there's a there's You're a. Mike Tyson. <laughs> well, uh, he's a he's a luminary, isn't he, Mike, Mike Tyson? He's ex, he's uh, he knows what he's talking about when it comes uh-huh. to being punched in the face. I think sure. probably better than I do. Uh, and there's a there's a uh, like and probably a, an unprecedented time in boxing when he bites someone's ear off. That was probably everyone has a plan until they get their ear bitten off. Is what he should have said, right? I think that would be more a more, more accurate, but a little bit uh, more weird. Yeah, and there's a Yiddish uh, proverb as well, like, we plan, God laughs. Mm-hmm. I think that's definitely, yeah. definitely true. So when you're in a world like that, where, you know, we control the effort, but we don't control the outcome, the only thing, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, you need a different way of making decisions that isn't based purely on data, all of which comes from the past, and analysis which can never be complete because you only have imperfect information. The world is dynamic and you're not in control of what people are doing. So, yeah, the third book is saying, well, what's the next level? You've got principal systems. The third level of, of thinking really is in probabilities mm-hmm. or treating business and, and life more broadly, actually, because it touches on, it, it veers away from just being a kind of pure business book and into, into kind of personal growth stuff. Like life is a, is kind of a numbers game, mm-hmm. where what you're almost trying to do is increase um, your kind of the size of your serendipity field, mm-hmm. and you're kind of trying to create opportunities from the people you know and the knowledge you have and and your circumstance in life, not just kind of try and excavate them or discover them through analysis. So you just need to be open to opportunity, and you need to get comfortable or in fact, rather than the traditional decision-making paradigm in business, which you kind of taught on an MBA program or whatever is to eliminate as much uncertainty as as possible, is kind of to try and exploit chance Mm -hmm. and exploit the fact that the world is uncertain to your your benefit and and, and accept that this is a, 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 a fact of life. And so many of the kind of pathologies that we have in the workplace stem from our relationship with uncertainty when, when you think about it. Like, so here's a really good, good example. When entrepreneurs launch a new product or have a new idea, they tend to work from the idea of affordable loss. I don't know whether this is going to work or not, but I'm prepared to spend mm-hmm. half a billion dollars to find out if mm-hmm. you're James Dyson entering the electric car market, which he's now pulled out of or 
you know, if maybe you're not James Dyson, you're like, I might spend 10 grand, 100 grand, couple of million, whatever. And if it doesn't work, I'm cool because I've got these guardrails in place that even if I lose all of that, I just can say, well, I was just learning about it. It was, mm -hmm. it was fine, right? The way that most large corporations or established corporations go about doing it is they say, I want to know what the return on investment will be. Mm -hmm. And that's how I sign off a, off a, a, a project is based on a forecast return. Well, as soon as you're doing that, you're kind of getting people to invent mm -hmm. very specific calculations, which are obviously going to be nonsense. Yeah. Right. And you're also saying, because we've committed to delivering this return, through our kind of business case or whatever, if we don't do that, we have failed. Mm -hmm. So you're kind of inculcating this aversion to failure, this aversion to experimentation, this aversion to changing the plan in response to emerging mm -hmm. uh, stuff that's just happening, new insights from customers, changes of direction. You're basically making that impossible from the, the beginning, which is making your decision-making more risky not less. If you go into it saying, well, we don't know if this is going to work, but we're prepared to spend this amount. That's the kind of affordable loss to find out. You're inherently saying we can change the plan. We can adapt. We can respond mm -hmm. to new information. Right? So it's not written in stone. It's failure is yeah. key. Got to experiment. Yeah. yeah. Like it's un it's unknowable. Mm -hmm. and, and if you look at, in fact, the history of most great ideas or successful products, but like nobody knew that they were going to do well. Like Google, they tried to sell themselves for a million bucks, mm -hmm. which, you know, in retrospect seems pretty silly. Nike Air Max, they thought that was a terrible idea. You know, mm -hmm. it's one of the best-selling sneakers of, of, of all time. Spider-Man, that's another crap idea that they thought would, would never mm -hmm. take on. Like the Rand Corporation, who are like a very esteemed government think tank, thought that by 2020, we'd all be chauffeured around by expertly trained gorillas. Like that was, that was what they thought would happen. The internet would never catch on. Television's a bad idea. There's no military use for airplanes. Like all of these things that mm. contemporary experts predicted have turned out to be wrong. Our ability to predict what's going to be a success or a failure is, is a joke. Like we just can't do it. So, you know, this third book is really about saying these things are, are unknowable by anybody. So the only way is to try it and, and see and find out. Mm -hmm. And that requires a different mindset. It requires a different way of making decisions like this idea of, of affordable loss instead of return on investment. It requires a different management style, which is more focused on things like, you know, psychological safety and creating a culture of experimentation and those kinds of things. And that that way of doing things is actually more in harmony with our natural instincts mm -hmm. and how the world actually works. And that a lot of this trying to turn business into a kind of exact science is, is just a kind of delusion that's never worked and, and can't possibly work when you consider the complexity of the, of the modern world. So mm -hmm. yeah, that's the kind of direction that I'm heading in, which really just reflects what I'm, you know, just just learning as I as I go from my own experience of being in the workplace and, and research and kind of being curious about the world around me. Special thanks to Matt Watkinson, best-selling author, speaker, and consultant for sharing his industry knowledge. ERCX Chats is a production of ERC. 
a business solutions provider and leader in customer experience. Please join us again for the next installment of ERCX Chats.